Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Yeah, uh, we have lost the internet here at the radio station, at least in the studio. So if you were following us on the Facebook page or or X or Twitter or whatever the hell you're calling it these days, uh, you will no longer find the feed there because uh, for some reason Carl has been disconnected uh, from the internet. Maybe he forgot to pay his central bank digital currency bill or something. No, you guys were fine. I don't know. And then when I reset it, we lost the audio. Everything. So there is a way to get back on, but that would mean that all mics in the room would be open for the next half hour. Wow, that's dangerous. Break. So we're no longer online. People don't understand how Kim talks when this the is mics true. aren't on, so we can't take yeah. that risk. Uh, we can't. Let's get to Wiggins, <laughs> please. Come on. Wiggins! Oh! Wiggins! All right. Ryan, how are you, my friend? Pretty good. I, I hate the verbal berating that I get every time I walk in and I have to talk to Kim. But I know. I, yeah, I'm working awful. on that, Were okay? you a sailor at one point? I was, yes. <laughs> That's where I learned all of that. <laughs> no, so you were fine up until you went yeah. into the Navy, yeah. <laughs> and they taught you those words. I was a SEAL. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Don't I look like one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we were talking, we were joking. Uh, was it yesterday on Kim yeah. on a Whim? Mm-hmm. Uh, because Kim discovered this story of of some people defending <laughs> pole dancing with their children. It's a mommy and me pole dancing class, but wait for it. It's for fitness, Ryan. When I said I could talk poles, <laughs> that is not what I meant. You I, specified the type of pole. Ryan, Ryan walked in and I said, what are you going to talk about? He goes, I could talk poles. I'm like, well, Kim was just talking about that yesterday. <laughs> we can we can bring that up again. Uh, no, thanks. I don't really want to talk <laughs> so, about kids pole dancing. So interestingly, interestingly we're, we're making fun of, of it, of course, but I, I Googled pole dancing classes, right? And I found a half a dozen or more places on the Missouri side of the river where you can go and learn this skill. I guess they do it for exercise or for people that want to go home and impress their significant other. With I don't know. their own pole. But oddly <laughs> enough, there wasn't a single one on the east side because I guess that's where all the pros live and they don't need yeah. classes you guys over are amateurs over I'm here. I'm just saying. that. <laughs> you can buy a pole for your own house on Amazon, we learned. You know what's t- tough is that uh, when you do this as an amateur, one of the first things they teach you in the class is don't do it if you have, like, wooden stanchions. <laughs> yeah. Because, no, no. because the splinters get pretty bad. <laughs> oh, bad. <laughs> All right. Back to back to the serious stuff here. Uh, besides the fact that I did learn overnight that Nikki Haley is a huge Joan Jett fan. Um, she admires her because she was so... she Nobody believed in her when she first started oh, her on. music. So it's sort of like Nikki. Nobody believes in her. And uh, she's going to power through anyway and come in a distant second in New Hampshire. Isn't that drive you crazy? Uh, Doesn't it? 
it, it the the narrative shaping of these stupid stories, <laughs> the Joan Jet angle. You know what we did? Like, let's get together with our consultants and talk about what really I what who what do what do people want to hear? They want to hear about people they already know. How about Joan Jet? <laughs> like these stories they come up with. But wait, Kim had no idea who that was. Are you kidding me? No, no. I knew the song, but you guys are gonna be really embarrassed when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Do you want to, well, of course, I've heard her version of it, but Britney Spears is the one who redid that song. And I'm a 90s, I, was, I squeaked into then, the 80s, but like I was raised in the 90s and that's what was popular. But you love Shrek, so. I do love Shrek. There, okay. That's in Shrek. Mm. I watched Shrek actually, I think yesterday or the day before. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So she, anyway, d- she didn't know who Joan Jett was, so I don't know who she's appealing to. It must be the older voting crowd in New Hampshire. I guess it has to be. She's yeah. a fire consultant. So that's what we've determined. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. We had uh, Alexis McAdams from Fox News on. She's up in New Hampshire this morning. And, you know, we were talking about that. And and uh, I almost called him John Sununu. Chris Sununu, the governor up there, will go on every TV station that will have him, and he'll look into the camera and he'll say, Nikki Haley's going to make this a close race. You can ignore all the polls. Well, he's saying that now because a week ago he said, it's a single-digit race. Nikki Haley could win in New Hampshire. Well, now he knows <laughs> that switched. she's 17 <laughs> points down, and she's not going to win in New Hampshire. This she's cr- not closing yeah. in New Hampshire. It's, no. a, it's a false narrative, and she's going to go to South Carolina, and she's going to get drubbed in South Carolina, her home state. Then she's going to go to S- Super Tuesday in the southern states, and Trump's going to roll over her like a you know a freight train. Uh, this is this race is over. Yeah, Trump already was over fifty percent in Iowa. If yes. he's over fifty percent in New Hampshire or South Carolina, everybody should just drop out. They need Th- to. There's no yeah. point because even if you consolidate all the other support, which won't happen, even if you got all of it, you're not going to get over fifty percent. You couldn't mathematically beat him. Here, here's my theory. Um, if you if you win a delegate, that delegate is committed to you when they go to the convention. So for her to even hang around in second or third place, she will still continue to collect delegates. I think she's hanging her hat on the fact that, like all these Democrats, something legal is going to happen to Trump. And he he may not end up being – the party may not select him at the convention because of it. And then she would have delegates to stand up and say, I've got delegates. Pick me. I definitely think that's DeSantis's angle. <clears throat> yeah, it, I can it see could that. also be Haley's angle. And that's that's also a, that, that's a possibility. And that's that's the problem is that that actually could happen. I don't think it will, because you talk to people like Will Sharf and, and some of these attorneys that are with him. And it's sounding like that most of this is just I mean, Supreme Court, too. This stuff's going to take a little bit longer than people like Jack Smith are hoping. And that's the whole point is you realize, well, the only point that they're doing this for is political when the only point that it's it, it, it's to get it in before the election. That's why they're trying to fast track everything. And you have to ask people, even on the left, do you think that this is just about law and order or do you think that this is a political persecution? Well, no, this is this is just about law and order. <laughs> yeah. oh, OK, well, then do you think that they'll continue pursuing this after the election? Of course not. Mm-hmm. That answers their question right there. Everybody knows that this is just political. Kim Gardner no longer facing charges because she left office, right? Exactly. They, they could have charged her with some things, 
but they won't now they that she's left off. Eric Greitens, still, but the question is, will they? Right. Eric yeah. Greitens, they were going after him for invasion of privacy, and they gave him mug shot and all that stuff. And the minute he resigned, all that went away. It's all over. It's yeah. all political, and that's a, he would not. Donald Trump would be going through none of this <laughs> had he not decided to run for election again. Mm-hmm. Exactly, which says a lot about his willingness to step into it anyway, because he knew yeah. it was coming. Uh, I don't know that he knew all of this was coming, but he knew that they were going to come after him. I, I think it's been surprised to everybody how much they've come after him. With the news out of out of Georgia, specifically, and Fonnie Willis down there, I think it starts to unravel more and more. You find out that she hired somebody unqualified for the job, paid him $600,000 of taxpayer money. He had hours-long meetings with White House officials regarding prosecuting Trump and then charged the state for his time while he was there. I mean, people, even people who didn't want to see it before aren't going to be able to avoid understanding what's going on here. Um, Same with Letitia James up in New York. I mean, it's all part of the same effort. Oh, yeah, and the the cases, some of them were weaker than others. The, The one in New York was is the weakest of all of them yeah. it's ridiculous i mean even i do and you like in the past we've done a little bit of real estate so you know how flimsy that case is just from buying a single family house let alone what he's buying in new york it, it's obvious to sure. anybody who's ever done that business what a ridiculous case that is but the georgia one you talk to legal experts they all say yeah b- besides the merit of the case itself that's the one that could pose the biggest problem for him as far as the election's concerned because it's a state race it's georgia it's a swing state of all things well now because of Fannie willis and her improprieties that may not even be an issue either. So it's it does look like it's all kind of falling apart. Yeah. If she gets thrown out off the case, does the case go away? I mean, I, they've already I gotten a couple of guilty pleas in it from people trying to save their own skin, I guess. It certainly looks like it will delay it. Yeah. And that's, again, yeah. that's the whole point. You delay it long enough to pass when mail-in voting starts, and they're not going to care anymore. It's going to be an interesting year, isn't it? <laughs> This is like this. This is like the Super Bowl and college playoff. Everything rolled into one. I mean, they're going after him so hard because that just shows how powerful he is. And even mm-hmm. with all that, he's still dominating. I mean, it also shows you how big of an ego Nikki Haley, in particular, but Ron DeSantis, that how big of their ego they have because they refuse to drop out of the race. I understand they want to be the nominee, but it's not looking so hot for them. And it, it should be more important that we have a conservative in the White House than it is. They could run again in four years. And I, I think they would get support. I would encourage you, um, if you haven't, Ryan, there, um, Dr. Kevin Roberts, who's the head of the, the Heritage Foundation, is at the World Economic Forum in Davos. And he schooled them yesterday on all the reasons Donald Trump should get reelected because of all the things he needs to fix. And he basically told the people, the globalists at the World Economic Forum, that they're the problem. I mean, it was it was a scorching four minutes that he got on that stage. I played some of it this morning, and, and uh, if you haven't heard it, you need to look it up on the Internet and listen to him uh, just kind of rip these people apart. But he, he didn't... Uh, he didn't hold back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did at all president trump if he's the next president for that matter i think whoever the next conservative president is going to take on the power of the elites which i've mentioned earlier but there the, the thing that i want to drive home here the very reason that i'm here at davos is to explain to many people in this room and who are watching with all due respect nothing personal but that you're part of the problem Political elites tell the average people on three or four or five issues that the reality is X, when in fact reality is Y. And then, Take- he, went, then he went on to list the five reasons he was talking about crime, climate change, immigration. I mean, China, he just read him the riot act on all that. And with each one, he said, and when Donald Trump gets elected, he's going to fix that. And when Donald Trump gets elected, he's going to fix that. He just kept... Just jabbing it in their side. I love this. You know, they're used. To, this is progress. Yeah, because Davos, the World Economic Forum, these voices used to not be there. They'd Correct. be outside of there, pointing at them. Now they're in. They're in. That's great. It was good. That's it's, great. It's, worth, it's worth a listen for sure. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 